Groove Café. So this is my favorite part of the show where I talk to people from all walks of life on the Groove Cafe. And today I have Patience Ajeri Agaba here with me. Um, you are welcome to the show, Patience. Thank you so much, Krista. Uh, it's good to have you. It's really good to have you to be here. Okay, now Patience, um, you are unique because you are um, hearing impaired. Is that the right way to put it? Yes, uh-huh. that's the right way. So you can't really hear. Can you hear a little bit or not at all? Oh, uh, well... The medical term is being hard of hearing. Hard of hearing. Hard of hearing. Okay. Yeah, it means that you're not entirely deaf. Mm-hmm. You can hear a little, you can hear, but not so well. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. So that means you know how to read lips because people listening now are like, but how are they talking? Oh, yes, I read lips. Oh, when I read lips mm-hmm. and uh, that means that even if someone goes behind me, then I can't hear them. I have to look at them. Yes, so you have to. So we're looking at each other now face to face so that she can understand me very, very well. When when did you start reading lips? When did you realize? Okay, um, I lost my hearing when I was in senior two. That was, yeah, something like, I think... 15 something years back I'm not sure but um, after I lost the hearing I realized that well school had to go on and uh, I don't know how it happened it, 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 it just clicked in my mind that it, it just, just happened It happened. so before that you could hear fine I could hear very well I was a very boisterous happy child I was always playing I was singing, I was writing songs, I was a very brilliant child. And then it it just happened suddenly? No, I lost, like, I got malaria. I got malaria at school and a nurse injected me with quinine. Usually quinine is supposed to be by IV. So she just injected me and in just two days I'd lost it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that. But I guess you're used to it now. Now I'm used. At first it was really hard because I think the quinine was still a lot in my body. So I would fall down so much because somehow there's a nerve in the ears that helps with body balance. Yes, yes. Your hearing helps with balance. Yeah, so I would fall down so many times and then eventually I got used. School continued. I passed very well in senior four, senior six. I was the best in my school and yeah. Life went on, and I think I got, I got my positive. Like, even up to now, I still find it hard to walk in the dark. I still have to find balance because I can't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm used. I'm really used. Some people want to feel sorry for me, but it's, I've gotten used to it, really. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what about, you know, support from family? Did you have good support? Um, they've been really supportive and very protective of me because um, even when I was in school, students would bully me and, you know, someone come and shout in the sky and say something, then another one comes and shouts from the side because I know I have to first look the side and red lips then so they would enjoy that. Yeah, but I got used to it. Mm-hmm. I got used to it. And my, um, my love is son. He's very supportive. He's only six. Oh, <laughs> but I started training him that when maybe someone calls me, 
and he's around. He picks the phone. He's like, "Hello, this is Christian. My mommy cannot hear you very well. May you please text her?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. So when I'm with him, he helps out with my calls. But right now, I'm not with him. Okay, he's your little helper. He's, yeah, I'm a single mom, so he has been really supportive in his own way. Okay. Yeah. So you said you were the best in Essex in your school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In Masindi, I was studying at St. Teresa in Masindi. So, of course, my parents got me from this side in Kampala, and then I went to sit from that side, mm. and I was the best at my school. Mm-hmm. So here, you wanted to actually study law. Is that yes. what you wanted? Yes. I was always performing very well. I was at Mita College in Kawempe. So when my results came out, I was really disappointed. I had 17 points, but because I only went that side to sit on the government district quarter because my parents couldn't afford. Mm. So they moved me from Kampala where I was getting 20, 20 plus points. And so I reached that side, I found totally different teachers, different, you know, different papers. I was a literature student and Everything was a mess. So for all of my senior six, I was my own teacher. Yeah, so I got 17 points. I was still the best in the school. And I tried to look for places. And they refused to give me a loan mm. because I can't hear okay. very well. Mm. Like you have to talk in public. You have to add you. Oh, and that's what you wanted to do? Yeah, initially. Mm. Then I tried my school. They refused Mm. So I did business administration, but when, when I finished my diploma, it got hard because I had to look for jobs, administration jobs, and it was really crazy. Uh-huh. Still, I would have to pick phone calls to talk to clients. and So there have been a lot of challenges for you to even get work. Yes, it's been really, really, really hard. Like you, you Sometimes you get a job, but... I mean, I have people want to give me jobs, but they're like, how will you handle? You know, you don't hear well. And mm. yeah, so um, last year I got an administration job, but then I realized still I, I had to talk to clients somewhere or the other. And uh, that's how I ended up just saying, okay, mm-hmm. I'm done with looking for jobs. The jobs were so busy. I mean, they were so hectic. I mean, to drain me emotionally. Mm. So I sank into a depression for almost a whole year. And um, I only started recovering this year around July or something. But during the lockdown, I decided to concentrate on my cleaning business. I'd started a professional cleaning business last year. Oh. Then I gave up on it. Wait, you started last year your own business? Yes. Okay. For professional cleaning. Like, I didn't have anything. I, by that time, I was working at a place where I was not being paid. I just, of course, they were giving me some Kalito money, like 150, but they were not putting me on pressure with clients and all that. Mm. Yeah, so because I do social media brand management, I was like an intern there, but I was always there. Mm. So because I had that knowledge, I just woke up one morning and I had this idea. I went to office, I created my social media pages, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I, I drew a business plan. I started creating content for that page, I would do everything. I started a blog, everything. 
Yeah, so in the process of gambling, a client calls me. She called me and told me I have a job for you. So I went and worked. I mean, my first job paid me $600,000. What? <laughs> so I was excited. Shortly after that, I got a job that came like a destruction. And everyone is like, go and work. You need that job to fit the business. Yeah, I was still young, so I didn't think twice about it. Mm. So I was like, let me go and work. I'll use the money to finance the business. So I started working. Only to realize people were calling me to come and work. And I, I didn't have a team. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I started losing business when I just started. And mm. after a, a time, I was like, okay, I'm done. So this year in July, I decided to fully concentrate on the business. I mm-hmm. went all out. Mm-hmm. And I started to set up a team here and there. Right now, business is growing slowly but surely. Oh, and that's amazing though. That's amazing. Be proud of yourself. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh, what's the name of your business? Uh, my business name is Sarayu Cleaners. It's A-R-A-Y-U. Sarayu is an Indian word. It means it's um it means the wind. Okay, Sarayu. Yes, cleaners. just like yeah, the wind. Mm-hmm. Indians call the wind Sarayu. Sarayu. Yeah, so I wanted my business to be like that, just blows and takes over and takes you everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> that's that's what I believe. That's oh. what I have in mind about my business. Okay, you said you you know when you started you set up the you know the the social media pages so how can people find out more about you and find out more about your business where do they go on social media yes okay right now i only have the facebook page facebook page yes it has sarai cleaners even on my facebook page i usually talk about in my personal my personal profile mm. i talk about the business that twitter page was hacked into I oh. died. Uh, I lost the account. Sorry. Then I think I lost the logins for Instagram. So probably next year I'll get more organized. And okay, but people yeah, but can find now, you Facebook. on Facebook. Yes. Okay. But I imagine you, know, you talked about, you know, you'd get jobs, but of course the challenge of being hard of hearing, you would lose the jobs. And yet you're a single mother and mm. you have a little boy. It must mm. have been very difficult. Um, Who has supported you? Who has okay. supported you? Okay. Um, when it comes to taking phone calls, mm. sometimes, for example, when I write a post on Facebook, mm. I've come to believe that because I'm good at writing, it's the only platform I have to reach out to my clients. Because when they call me, I'm not going to hear them. Mm-hmm. So when I write, I usually indicate, please don't call me. Because if you call me, I'm not going to be able to hear you. So what happens is that most times when someone calls me and I'm alone, I start to panic. Okay. From there. Okay, so mm. I can panic like, like, who's this one calling me? So most times I look around and I see there's someone who can help me to take this call. Sometimes, or most of the times, it's clients. Sometimes there are numbers I don't know, so I'm always left wondering hmm. who called me. Hmm. You get? Hmm. And uh, I've made peace with it that some I'll lose. 
some I'll keep. So sometimes I can pick the phone and I just say what I want. Mm. And I'm like, "Hello, you're speaking to patients. I can't hear you. Please text me." Uh-huh. And sometimes they keep on talking and they cut hang up. So I hang up on them. Mm. Because I don't want to stay silent. So I just hang up and I wait. Sometimes for them text. to text you. Sometimes they never text back, but our friends around me sometimes they help. They can pick the calls for me. Mm. Like if I was maybe stepping out and I find someone, maybe they can help me to pick the call and they tell me, "Okay, tell them you're speaking on behalf of patients." Mm. And she says, "How can she be of help? Please let me know." so that I can tell her she doesn't hear well. Okay. That's what happens, but... Well. Okay. So there are a lot of challenges, but you said that you're a good writer. Yeah, I write. I love to write, but I'm not really pushed out, though I'm planning to get back into full-time writing. Right now, I'm just doing content blogs mm. for different brands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so someone can come and tell me that maybe I have this... That I want to bring out and help me to create content for my blog and write for them. Okay, so you are a content creator then? Yes, I do content creation. It's what I used to do before I quit my job. Okay, so you've told us how we can find your business on social media. Now, how can someone find you on social media? You're very inspiring. Ah, okay. <laughs> my my Facebook profile is. It has my names. Mm-hmm. Agaba. Yes. All three names. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Adere is now my Adere is just a pet name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agaba is my dad's name. Alinaito is my maiden name. Mm-hmm. But on social media, I use patients Adere Agaba. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for telling us about your life and how you have overcome some of your challenges, being hard of hearing. What is your advice? To, to other people who have different kinds of challenges that can hold them back because you've managed to to go out and start your own business um, you're raising your son what have you learned about yourself and about life for you um, one of the things that I've learned is that I always have to choose me I have learned to choose me before i always have i was always in a place where i wanted to please people do what they want me to do because i i i i looked at them like a source of help so i had to do every i had to be in their good books because at the end of the day they would perhaps help me with a little money maybe they would give me a cloth for my son to wear like that Yeah, as I go out at a very midday place. But as time went on, I've started to accept that this is who I really am. Like, of course, I'm a Christian. I do believe in God. I believe that he can heal. But I was in a denial of sorts for a very long time and I would tell people, "No. Yes, I hear so very well and all that and I kind of ended up in a jumble of things. Mm. Yeah, so because of that I came to a point where I just pressed pause to everything to the world and I'm like, okay. Now this is me 
and my son so i have to push for me and that's how i was able to beat depression mm-hmm. i was very suicidal towards the end of last year and it was so bad and uh, i'd go to work and just run out of my office and go and cry it was really bad mm-hmm. i was blaming god about my hearing i was everything that was going right but i just woke up one day and i pressed pause i'm like okay this is it i know i had to get fine for me i had to win for me i had to get out there and be the best for me not for anyone else out there that was a point i stopped caring what people think about me i stopped trying so hard to fit in with crowds i decided to stay with the few mm. who are willing to to propel me forward mm. who are willing to stand with me and accept me the way i am with my strength and my weaknesses and i must say that i'm so much better right now i feel fulfilled i'm so happy i can't say that i have it all mm. god knows that i do not but when i wake up i'm very grateful that i'm alive i'm grateful for the few who have been supportive i mean life is good mm-hmm. i'm glad that i no longer want to die mm-hmm. i know i will but it's not a wish anymore mm-hmm. yeah oh you've got me emotional <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> but thank you so much Thank you too. Thank you so much for sharing for yeah and just opening up people's eyes to to how you can come back from a very dark place. You were depressed but you managed to choose you. I like that. You decided to choose you. And hey, you're living your life for you and your very son. <laughs> just for me like I just said it okay. I don't care mm-hmm. as long as I'm doing things the right way and I'm not going against my Christian principles. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Like it's very important that I choose me every day. Mm-hmm. I choose me. I came to understand that I'm a priority. I'm important. I matter. Yes. And the world is a better place because I am here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you too. I've loved having you. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Thank okay. You so much. All right then. All right. Groove Cafe. RX Radio. Happy vibes. Sweet connections.